Is self-love a buzzword? Is it self-care? Or is there more to it? Let's find out. Hi, and welcome to Lolly Secrets, a place where we work towards becoming a better version of ourselves by aligning expectations with reality, with a key focus on our self-development journey. If you haven't already, go on and subscribe to our podcast for more of our content. The first thing we need to ask ourselves is, what is self-love? Self-love is the practice of valuing yourself and your opinions and feelings. It usually requires being gentle and understanding with yourself, especially during difficult times, and it can help you feel more connected to yourself. Now, people tend to confuse self-care activities, things like bubble baths and deep tissue massages as self-love, even meditation and journaling. Now, these are fantastic and great self-care activities, but they've been mislabeled as self-love. Loving yourself includes things like cooking for yourself when you know your eating habits need work. It includes getting out of bed on days you want to stay in because you just don't feel like doing anything and there's always going to be a tomorrow. You know that feeling. And it definitely includes saying no when something doesn't feel right. It's definitely not self-indulgence. I mean, you can self-love while you're doing self-care activities, but if self-care is the only thing you're looking for, then self-love isn't what you're after. Really loving yourself involves being able to give yourself tough love sometimes. So if we ask ourselves, like, how can you cultivate self-love? Well, there's quite a few ways you can cultivate self-love, but we'll look at a few of them today. So self-love starts with action. It's about figuring out how to be the best version of yourself as much as possible. It's more about being proactive than letting things happen without taking charge. One of the best self-love ideas out there is that self-love starts with self-respect and self-respect often actually requires self-care. It's about knowing yourself, like knowing your motivations, your desires, your fears, and all the other bits in between. Things like understanding why you do what you do, even if some of those things and reasons aren't that pretty, to be honest. It's about accepting yourself for all your weird little flaws, not because they're good, but because they make you who you are. It's about self-respect and self-care, because you have to be your own number one fan for anyone else to see how amazing you are. And for you to have self-love, those around you must have self-respect. This means being kind to yourself. Being kind to yourself in that way means not putting up with other people disrespecting you, basically. Another way of cultivating love for yourself is to be your own friend. We all deserve to be treated well, and it's important that we recognize this in ourselves as much or even more than those around us. When you're constantly putting up with your own crap while expecting the worst from other people without even giving them a chance, how will they ever learn? It can seem like an overwhelming task at times, but there can be hope. Because if we change our mindset towards self-improvement or self-growth, things can then start looking up for us in our personal lives and in our professional lives. So sometimes when I say self-love is like self-care, it's kind of like the kind of self-care where when you're taking care of a friend, wouldn't you bring them a bowl of soup when they were sick, for example? Or wouldn't you, I don't know, console them if they had a bad breakup? So it's important that you be your own best friend, to be honest. 
And not in an indulgent way. Like, I know it's cheesy to say this, but try looking in the mirror and speaking in positive terms about yourself. And try and do it frequently and often. Try using affirmations like, I am strong, I am smart, I am motivated. And if you don't feel that way that day, if you feel like this is me being ridiculous, like I don't feel strong today, I don't feel intelligent today, try saying it this way. Try saying, I choose to be. So there are some days where I'm not feeling particularly resilient or loving or friendly. I say, okay, today I choose to be loving. I choose to be resilient. I choose to be strong. It's important to be yourself, being your own biggest fan that cheers you on all the way. And it's important to know that self-love is not selfish. Look, when you honor your own needs physically, emotionally, and spiritually, and in any other way that you can think of, you'll become much better equipped to handle life challenges day to day with patience rather than resentment or anger. You're also more likely going about things from a place of compassion, which will draw others close to you as opposed to pushing them away. Another way of cultivating self-love is accepting yourself for who you are. Now, this might be the most self-explanatory self-love idea, but it's one of the most important self-love ideas out there. Being who you really want to be and not caring too much about what people think about you is important. I mean, it's okay if everyone doesn't like you all the time and self-love comes from accepting that reality and living your life anyway. Accepting yourself is what keeps self-hate from taking over. Self-love is possible when you accept yourself. The more you can accept who you are, good and bad, the more successful you'll be in life. It's because one of the best gifts you can give yourself is to be kind to yourself, even when things are not perfect, but at least they're not completely crappy either. I mean, am I right? It's not just about loving your body or your abilities, but also loving your mind for all its little quirks and mistakes. If the next time you catch yourself saying something negative about yourself, try changing it to something more positive instead. It'll take time to get used to this new train of thought. So try not to get frustrated when your thoughts creep up on you. They might be sneaky, but they won't last forever. One of the best ways to cultivate self-acceptance is by accepting others as they are too. It's a two-way street and it really can be as simple as looking at everyone you meet as a reflection of who you are. If someone makes a mistake and messes up, that's got nothing to do with you. But chances are that person might very well have a part in how you view yourself. You need to have the right mindset about change. Now, by looking at everything with an open mind and accepting that bad things happen to everyone sometimes, you need to keep in mind that the power of positive thinking and your higher power are key players in change. I mean, you're not the only factor at play, so don't let negative vibes get in the way of your life. It's important to stay positive for your mental health and trust in your higher power by keeping the faith. You need to have a healthy perspective on life and a flexible mindset when it comes to making changes. I mean, if something doesn't make you happy, try changing it because remember, you deserve happiness. Don't get stuck between a rock and a hard place. If something isn't working, don't keep beating yourself up over it. It's important for you to know that mistakes will happen and change isn't always easy, but it's even more important to be patient with yourself. Give yourself time to learn new things and enjoy the process of self-improvement. One of the most important things you can do for yourself is step outside your comfort zone every now and then because this will help you become a stronger, better person in the long run. I mean, you might slip up every once in a while, but it's important to be forgiving of yourself. 
It's so important to be proud of who you are and what you've accomplished. I mean, you don't have to be ashamed of anything. I mean, if there's something in your past that makes you feel guilty or embarrassed, when it pops up in your head, try changing the words around in your brain to something positive rather than negative. Self-love is self-care, but self-care isn't always easy. It's easier to be down on yourself and think of only the negative things you might have done. But if you can flip that around and look at all that your past experience, good and bad, and see what it taught you, then all of a sudden, all those crappy memories become learning experiences. And those learning experiences made you into the person you are today. You need to live your own life and don't live someone else's dream for them. Now, you are not obliged to live anyone's dream for them. If you want your life to look different than it does now, make those changes happen. If you want to live your dream, or even if you have a half-baked idea, I want you to start taking steps towards making that happen. It might be scary, but actually doing something about what you feel will set you up for success. The self-doubt will be a constant companion if you don't take the initiative and do something about it. In fact, doing anything at all is better than not taking any action whatsoever. Now, I want to make something very clear. Self-love is not the same as codependency. Codependent relationships are unhealthy, and self-love requires you to take steps towards making your life better, no matter what. Even if it means doing things that make us feel uncomfortable in order for us to be happy with ourselves, because only someone who loves themselves could truly provide this type of support. The best way I've been able to make my own happiness come first is by focusing on myself without hesitation when there's conflict between others around me. You need to learn to be comfortable with being alone and spending time by yourself because there's no one else who understands you like yourself. This has been so difficult for me because for a very long time, I couldn't go to cinema by myself or dine in a restaurant by myself. I always needed someone around me. Like I couldn't even go for a walk by myself. I couldn't sit in a room for long periods by myself. I would always need to find somebody. I couldn't sit with my thoughts. And I realized that it's because I didn't have a lot of self-love, but little by little over time, I had to realize that there was a problem. It meant that I had a problem with not being okay with me, with myself. And I had to understand that, okay, if I have this problem, what is the reason? And I started writing things down and asking myself a lot of questions like what are these thoughts in my head and I need to figure it out and thankfully I've gotten to a point where I can sit alone and it's okay. In fact I crave my space a lot of the time now and it's nice. You need to be okay with not being okay sometimes. It doesn't mean never feeling the lows because feeling the lows are an important part of life. You know you need to cultivate resilient so that when the low times come, you can deal with them and overcome them. Knowing that sometimes the lows aren't a failure on your part, but a reality of life, even if it's the ones that you don't want to face. It's being able to accept that you are not always going to be at the top of your game and that's okay. It's okay to need help from other people sometimes. And I think in this day and age, some people feel like they're independent and, you know, if they ask for help, it's a problem. But Actually, that's not necessarily the case. Accepting that it's okay to need assistance from other people sometimes because everyone needs a helping hand from time to time and that should be okay. It's important to know yourself well enough to know what you need, whether it's something like more sleep or taking a break. The message here is to know your limits. It isn't weak to know when you need help and sometimes asking for assistance isn't a reflection on you as a person. It's just what we need to do sometimes. You can be self-sufficient and still know when asking for help is appropriate, just as long as you continue to work towards your independence as well. And I think that's the important thing to understand, that limit, that balance. You know, we don't want the overly independent side. And then there's the opposite, which is I'm a damsel in distress.
stress. So we want to find that balance and also knowing our limits as well. Self-love isn't always about feeling good about who you are. It's also about self-esteem and taking pride in who you are so that part of your happiness doesn't have anything to do with anyone else. But more importantly, everything to do with how proud you are of yourself. And I think sometimes we don't take enough pride in ourselves. When you love yourself, you're more likely to take care of yourself, both physically and emotionally. And you become more patient and accepting of yourself and others. And you're better able to navigate through life's challenges. Your relationships also improve because you're able to give and receive love in a healthy way as well. You become more disciplined and can better follow through with your goals. You are less likely to give up on yourself or make excuses for why you can't do something and you're able to set boundaries and make changes. You can also better bounce back from life's problems and challenges because when you love yourself, you realize that you can handle anything that comes your way much better. Also, the people around you, whether it's your partner, your friends, or your family members, they benefit because it allows you to connect with everyone on a deeper level and you're able to form more meaningful and stronger relationships and be your best, most authentic self. What I like about it is that it helps you become a better friend, partner, family member, all because you're more patient and understanding of other people and you become a better listener and less judgmental. It helps you to handle problems and challenges better because you don't see these problems and challenges as threats anymore. I mean, if something bad happens, you'll be able to deal with it because you have the same mindset as when something good happens. I mean, it doesn't change your overall happiness or self-worth. You just see it as something to tackle as opposed to it being something that's trying to take over your life, which I think is quite amazing. Basically, self-love allows you to be your best, happiest self and brings joy into your life. You are the one person who can make yourself happy. It's important that you love and care for your own well-being because it will show in everything we do as long as there's a positive attitude towards life. That was a lot of information. If you're feeling fired up and ready to start cultivating self-love in your own life, first, subscribe to our email hangout. We'll be sending out more content on this topic over the next few weeks that'll help you take action and get started on your journey to self-love. Give yourself time and space to grow into the person you want to be and celebrate each accomplishment along the way, however small. You can start with giving yourself just one kind word or gesture each day. Keep moving forward and do your best. Thank you so much for listening to the episode. I'll leave some information in the show notes for you. If you enjoyed the episode, please don't forget to give it a good review and subscribe to the podcast for more content. Ciao soon. Ciao.